Well, so first of all, the problem is I don't think that it's right for the whole family to stop talking to grandma just because she was yelling at the kid for missing free throws. Um, you got to explain it to granny, right? I mean, I guess they tried to explain and she wasn't trying to hear it. And I get it. You can't miss both your free throws. That's it's unacceptable. Um, it was nine. It's, see, it's really about how old at what age do you start holding children accountable for their free throw percentage? Um, (laughs) Metaphorically speaking, in life, when do you start holding children responsible for their performance, right? Like, I like, I'm a hooper, so we're going to use free throw percentage in this metaphor, but I meant in general, like, at what age? I feel like nine is, is reasonable, right? Like, if you're playing a game in front of strangers it's possible someone could boo at you um you wouldn't anticipate it be granny but you know you gotta be ready for that (laughs) um yeah well all right so i'm will uh this is head above hypocrisy and i believe in making your free throws Uh, (laughs) no i'm siding granny on this one um but only halfway right because the 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 snag the snag lies in a in the parental role, right? Like, it's cool for the fan. It's cool for Granny because she gets to go back to Granny's house. But now I got to take, you know, Junior home and explain uh, why he got booed. So, you know, that's that's where we're at. I saw I saw Granny get, she was sitting outside on punishment and it got me to thinking, um, dads, what do you do if you're uh, if Granny's booing your kid for missing free throws? Is it Granny's fault uh, or do we just, you know, increase free throw practice tenfold? Um, find out today on Head Above Hypocrisy. So yeah, today on Dad's Corner, what do you do when you're at uh, at Junior's game and he smokes two free throws and Granny's, you know, in the stands telling him about himself? Um, you know, there's there's some layers to this. Um, as a as a as a fan slash parent in the stands, right? Like if I'm sitting next to Granny and she's wild and talking, you know, you suck. How do you miss free throws? You know, nobody's guarding you. This, that, and the third. Um, I feel like I may react poorly, right? Like, well, when's the last time you shot a free throw, Granny? Like, it's, it's easy to, to talk about it. Why don't you be about it? You got all this, you know, all this constructive criticism. Where, <laughs> where's your shooting coach? Where's your technique? Why don't you, you know, why don't you help out? Let's be about a solution. Um, so, at, you know, at the very least. But that's that's just, you know, two adults in the stands arguing, um, which is not. Which is not uh, unheard of at a sporting competition, right? Adults argue, fans get heated. That's fine. Um, but, you know, then there's after the game, if, if Junior is like, huh, I was at the free throw line, I'm pretty sure I heard Grandma say something along the lines of, I suck. Um, and I don't, you know, that didn't feel good. <laughs> Why did Grandma say that? <laughs> and now you got you know, to have that conversation. Um, and that's tough, right? Uh, in this in this very specific 
example it's tough because it's granny that was booing um but in general right like if you're if you're playing and you're not doing so hot it's possible fans or people in attendance will will boo because i don't know at nine how many fans per se are in the stands generally it's other parents families you know friends that have been drugged by family to watch these nine-year-olds attempt to play basketball um but you know it's it's quite possible that a fan, family member, somebody can look up and see you, you know, airball two free throws and be like, hey, man, you're terrible. And I feel like at some point, at some level, as a parent, as a coach, somebody's got to prepare these kids, this kid, your kid for that eventuality, right? Like if you were competing, if you're performing, if you are doing something on a public level, there and you don't do well or you make a mistake you fall down something something you know less than optimal happens there is a chance that someone will say something right it's probably not gonna feel great and that's just you know it's that's par for the course that's that's something that that's that's a risk you take when when competing in public right and you gotta you gotta kind of just you know take that in stride you can't you can't dwell on it you know you miss two and you make the next 10 really is what the what the mindset needs to be at least you know especially in sports um and that's you know it's a great opportunity to teach that lesson um i think the bigger question though i guess would be at what age is that appropriate like for me not in this example granny got in trouble with i believe the kid was nine um and for me that's that's fine. Uh, I think it's <laughs> I think it's harsh for Granny to be the one to call them out on missing the free throws, but I think that at nine, um, you know, you probably will have experienced some sort of like kids are mean, right? By nine, somebody made fun of you for some kind of reason. You got big nose, your eyes aren't quite aligned, right? You smell funny. You had knockoff Jordan. Something's happened to you at this point in your life where you've been made fun of and you have survived. Didn't feel good, but you got through it. Right. So this is just another example of a situation like that where you got to, you know, exhibit some mental toughness, some emotion, emotional fortitude and just sort of, you know, power through because, you know, that's what that's what people in the stands are going to do. They're going to they're going to try to distract you. They're going to make fun of you just like they cheer. They'll boo. And, you know, you can't you can't let that be what drives you. Right. Like if you live by the cheers, then you die by the booze. So you got to just focus on the goal and, you know, make get better right so you don't miss free throws and you don't have to even worry about that um but it's it's tough it i think that it's it's tough as a dad to know at what at what point that that is uh like when when they when they're old enough for that to start happening like in this like i said in this example nine i think is good like my kids are four and five i think that's too young right they're still they're still putting together basic skills for for survival functionality right so you need to be as encouraging as possible and and like all criticism should be constructive like there shouldn't like the because booing in the stands is not really constructive criticism they, it's not like granny was yelling hey keep your elbow in check your follow through you use your legs right like she wasn't she wasn't trying to help she was just it, observing that you are terrible and and highlighting that fact right and that's not really constructive in any way 
So when they're young and they're putting together life skills, I think it's important that everything, you know, be constructive in some way and you be as supportive as possible because you want them to have that confidence to try to to continue to build those skills so they can get to nine and get booed when they miss free throws. <laughs> um, no, but ideally, you know, so they can get there and they can compete and they can be normal and, you know, have soccer games, basketball games, whatever. Um, but I think, I, I guess... I don't know, maybe seven, eight is probably the sweet spot for me. Like when you, I guess when you start, when you start playing organized sports or competing in public, like at any point that someone that is not, you know, directly related to you can come and watch said, said, watch the kid do said skill or compete at said sport. I think at that point you need to at least start the conversation of, you know, hey, not everyone is going to be as encouraging as I have been, you know, throughout this process, right? Like there's, there's, first of all, there's the other team, right? So they're not going to cheer for you at any point, really. I mean, I guess in soccer, at the end, you, when they're little, they you make you be all nice and, you know, good shot and all that stuff. But it, realistically speaking, you're, you're, the other team is not going to want you to do well. So while you're out there on the field, the kids may say mean stuff to you and you can't stop playing because, you know, Scooter said you suck, right? Like you, that's, that's Scooter's job as your opponent is to try to, to, you know, knock you off your game and to, to beat you however he can within the rules of the game. And if he steps outside the rules and the ref doesn't see it, well, you know, you got to keep playing like that's, that's sports. And that's, that's why I think the sports are so um, helpful in, in the, the pursuit of parenting. Like, like that's not to say that they, you have to have your kids play sports, but like, uh, as I have said many times, I played basketball throughout the majority of my life, and I I appreciate the structure that it provided and and the mental toughness. And you know, in situations like this where you gotta just you have to you have to accept that that when people are allowed to watch, they're gonna have an opinion and they may voice that opinion so loudly that you can hear it, and that can't affect you when you are trying to compete or in life when you are trying to accomplish goals, right? And that's it's. It is a good opportunity as dads, as parents, to to teach that lesson, I think, um, on the parental side, right? Like in the stands, sure, you can call granny out and, you know, you want to see me one-on-one after the game, granny, let's, let's go, right? That's fine as a fan in the stands. But when Junior comes and asks, I think it's a good it's a good opportunity to teach, you know, mental toughness. And that, like, you know, so what that they're talking about that? There's just all the more reason to go practice and do better. And so they won't have anything to say next time, right? Like, just use it as motivation and as a parent, use it as a, a teachable moment, right? Um, and that's, those can be tough though, because, you know, the, the kids not, kids aren't always going to be receptive, right? They can, they'll be upset. They might be crying. There's, you know, like, they just got booed in public in front of all their friends. Like, well, you know, I don't want to practice. And maybe, maybe don't you know, suggest they go practice right away, but, you know, just be prepared to, to let them look at it as a motivational moment and less of a, like I got made fun of and, you know, now I got to stop playing or maybe I really don't know how to shoot or, you know, you miss two, you're going to, you'll miss more, but the more you practice, the less often you'll miss, right? Like there's, there's all kinds of ways you can spin it. And it's just, it's about being ready to to have that conversation and make it a teachable moment and not just the oh woe is me kind of situation and not just a like well granny's wrong because she's wrong and she's mean right like you don't want to just dismiss it completely either that's 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 i think an important aspect that that 
people overlook is you don't want to always be quick to just dismiss, you know, even even if it's not constructive, just criticism, like people booing or people noticing that you are not doing something well. Like you don't want to be so quick to dismiss it that you don't address a potential issue, right? Like if you've been missing free throws the whole season and Granny's been quiet and this is game 12 and, you, you know, the game is on the line and you airball two free throws and you guys were down one. Right. Like that's that's a different situation. Right. Maybe somebody should have booed three games ago and you would have taken care of this. And now we won the championship instead. Now we're, you know, sitting in shaky sad. Um, but, <laughs> you know, so it just it, you never know the, the circumstances. So sometimes that that criticism as harsh and uh, maybe not constructive um, as it may be. It can be useful or it can, you can use it as a moment to reflect like hmm, maybe I do need to take a minute and, and check these free throws. Right. Like I haven't I haven't really taken that time in the gym. I only work on, I don't know, at the rim moves and threes or whatever the case may be. Again, this is a metaphor for for whatever pursuit or or skill or sport that you're you're attempting to to perfect. And you got boo doing, um, <laughs> you know, maybe don't don't be so quick to just be like ah people suck you know whatever i'm i'm good i don't have any holes in my game because like that's that's almost never the case right there's always something you could be doing better and and just because the person that noticed or the way that it was brought to your attention was not the most pleasant doesn't mean that it doesn't warrant your attention um and it doesn't warrant the time to to teach that lesson if you know if if on the flip side if you're the parent or the dad in the situation you know, so it just, you know, it's one of those things where I I saw it and I immediately put myself in the position, you know, as a dad, like, oh, man, what would I do if I'm in the stands or what would I do if I was coach? And, you know, it's very they're very different reactions. Right. Like you have a kind of a visceral knee jerk reaction in the fans like this evil person is yelling at my kid, be it grandma, mom, whoever. Like you don't don't talk to my kid crazy like that. Right. You can you can get this work. I, I can shoot free throws. You want you want to have free throw contest. Let's go. Right. Like that's that's the the the, the protective competitive <laughs> like parental dad <laughs> in me but you know when it comes time to have that conversation you got to dial that back and try to and try to make it a teachable moment right because it's gonna happen at some point nine ten twelve when at some point if you keep playing if you keep doing things in public where people are allowed to see it and have an opinion they're going to share it with you and it's not always going to be positive. So you got to be ready to, to accept that and, you know, take it for what it's worth. Be, be, be open enough, mature, mentally strong enough, whatever you want to call it to, to hear it and, and see if it's, and take it in, determine if it's valid and then, you know, proceed accordingly. Cause sometimes it's just going to be people talking mess. Cause that's what people in the stands do. And other times it's going to be people talking accurate mess because they've been paying attention and watching you missing these free throws, you know, for the past eight games. So, you know, you have to it's it's <laughs> it is a difficult line to tread, um, but you got to be you know, you have to you just have to be listening and uh, and tough enough to uh, to hear it and and or ignore it when need be. Right. Like sometimes sometimes you have to. Yeah, whatever you, you know what you're talking about. But other times you're going to have to be like, mm, well, you know, this is the third time we've lost the game with me at the free throw line. So maybe this is something I need to address <laughs> um, along the lines of things that need to be addressed. Head above hypocrisy dot com. That is a, a web address that you need to hit up <laughs> and um, check out our, our spring merch, um, new episodes, 
uh, additional content, all all your all your links and uh, head up hypocrisy needs can be found at the website or at head above hypocrisy on Instagram. That is a that's the social media platform that I I'm on the most. Um, so if you you want to interact, you know, real time with me, hit me up there. Uh, and uh, yeah, shout out to all my dads out there, all the coaches and all the grannies, keeping it uh, keeping it real in the stands. <laughs> Keep fighting the good fights. You gotta gotta hold these kids accountable, man. Uh, you gotta be, you know, 50% <laughs> from the free throw line, bare minimum for all. Uh, anything, anything less is, is just unacceptable. It's uncivilized. <laughs> oh man. Well, I think that has been my time here uh, in the dad's corner. I'm gonna get out of here. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure there's some, some dad duties that need tending to, um, at the very least I can go get some shots up, right? Go shoot some free throws. I don't want, I want granny yelling at me at my next 35 and older game. <laughs> So until next time, folks, uh, I'm out.